Okay, okay. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good. As I always say, feeling pretty strong. Because as you already know, this podcast is about communication and more communication. So today's topic is going to be a hard topic to tackle. But we're going to look at uh, attending a funeral or maybe I, I may not be ready to attend a funeral and how to speak up and say that. So grab a blueberry muffin, uh, grab a toaster strudel, grab whatever you enjoy. You know I value you and I care about you and you mean a great deal. Let's get started. <clears throat> okay, so uh, we're, we're going to dive in. Uh, awkward topic. To me, it's not awkward, but it might be for you. Anyway, so uh, we're, we're going to talk about um, if someone dies and you may not feel like you're able to attend that funeral, right? And I, I, of course, it's COVID. Of course, there's protocols. There's restrictions. There's, there's, um, you know, sickness. There's worry that they're, they're Christians or they're, they're non-Christians. That there are people you probably haven't seen in years, and vice versa. Um, we're gonna we're gonna just dive in on uh, if, if there's a funeral. Um, I'm not gonna say a funeral invite. It's so awful to say a funeral invite. But if there's someone who died recently uh, this week and or yesterday, uh, and and you're told that hey the fun- the, the funeral service is you know blank blank blank, um, uh, saying no. Like uh, and and uh, examining yourself, can I handle that, right? Or and or leaving early. So, like I said, we're we're gonna try to dive in on this topic. Uh, this is something that I'm dealing with uh, present day, and I'm like, well, um, so there, there's a funeral of, of a gentleman that I that I've known and his wife um, probably for the last five years. This guy is very very funny. He's a great great person, but I, I think he he died just two you know two days ago, and I didn't know about it, but. Um, you know, it's going to be a funeral service. And I'm like, you know what? I'm probably not going to go. And it's not that I don't want to go. I mean, like I said, this guy, uh, you know, when I think about him, he's, he was just hilarious. He was bubbly. He was fun. Um, he was tall, light skin. He had glasses. He, he, he had a smooth, smooth face, right? His wife was just great. But, um, you know, you, you have to be honest with yourself. I, I can state where you are, you know, psychologically, uh, emotionally, um, you know, uh, which is the main two things. Like, like, where am I psychologically and where am I emotionally? So, yeah, I'm, I'm asking you that right now. If, if you're confronted with uh, someone asking you to attend a funeral and come to a funeral and you may not have the strength or courage to say no. And it is very hard to say no, because like I said, you know, you, you want to be there for people. You want to show for people. But if you yourself can't say, hey, you know, I, I may come late and I might leave early or I may not come at all. Or, hey, I might just come in for a minute you know, show my face, um, say hi, and then leave. Or, or I, I might, I might go, I might come for for the viewing only, and then leave. Right? Um, it, it, a funeral service is a very, very tricky thing, especially when you, whenever you're dealing with Christians and religion. Now, I don't know where you are if you're a Christian. I'm not sure, you know, what your views are towards towards towards, towards you know religion and funerals and and COVID, right? I I don't know, but um, for me personally, um, I try my best not to to impose my beliefs on people. I I, I don't really tell people what what they do or don't do or 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 what they can or can't do. But what 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 I do emphasize is say, hey, you know, you have to be honest and ask yourself, hey, can can you handle attending a funeral service? Because they look different and they feel different now that it's COVID versus, you know, uh, what's that? Post-COVID, pre-COVID? Yeah, I'm sorry, pre-COVID, not post-COVID, but pre-COVID. 
Um, so I have attended funerals during COVID, but um, th- there's also a funeral that I sat in on virtually uh, at, at a church here uh, in Waco, uh, the St. James Church. And I, I had no idea that it was a funeral going on, funeral service. I happened to be sitting in on the, the service that morning and then they, they mentioned, hey, this is going to be a, a continual you know, process. So the, uh, the, the, the worship service came on first and then the, the funeral came on second. But, but I said all that to say this, that um, you have to, um, you can't be afraid to hurt feelings. If you, if you aren't ready to attend this funeral, if you aren't ready to, to, to sit in, if you aren't ready to, to, to participate and you know, or you may think, you know, gosh, you know, I, I may offend someone if, if I tell them, I don't want to go. Well, you you have to as best as you can try try to speak up early. Uh, fu- funeral services tend tend to be very long, lengthy, and very demanding. Um, there there are, there are a lot of moving parts going on at a funeral service. A lot of move, moving parts, far as uh, people counseling last minute. Um, once again, the the, the 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 viewing schedule, people coming from work. Uh, there's a lot of expectations. <laughs> oh man. Uh, funerals have a lot of expectations. Now, I'm, I'm going to give an example of my mom's funeral. Uh, so my, my mom died in 2013, and I did not attend my own mother's funeral. Now, you're thinking, man, Damon, bro. Now, if you go back to my previous uh, podcast episodes, you'll hear that I've mentioned this probably over 10 times, uh, that I, I, I didn't attend her funeral. Uh, and I, I, I probably the, the following three years, I, I didn't beat myself up about it. I just wasn't ready to see her friends. I wasn't ready to see all those people who who who, who reminded me of her and and my mother and I. We kind of had some unresolved issues, just just some unresolved conversations that that that, that we never had. And those women, <laughs> she had some great, 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 great. She had some awesome girlfriends, awesome. But you know, whenever you whenever you are the baby of the family, they, they kind of see you as the baby. And I'm like, no, I'm not a baby. I'm a grown man. But anyway, so all of her girlfriends uh, spent a lot of time raising me and, and you know comforting me and and and, and bringing me up fr- from a child. And, and now that I'm twenty eight, thirty, you know, I was like, dang, I'm just not ready to go. Th- <laughs> I just wasn't ready to travel down memory lane. So of course, my, my, my mother's funeral, I did not attend it. I had a best friend of mine named James Hogan. Uh, he, he he stood in and, and, and was a pallbearer at her funeral. That that's what I was told. I, I have no idea how it went down. I have no idea what time her funeral was. Uh, I didn't get an obituary. I didn't get any of that stuff. Now, now, once again, you're probably thinking, man, Damon, you are off your rocker. And I'm like, no, I'm being transparent with, with where I was at that time. See, and that's the key here. Uh, whenever someone's asking you to come to a funeral, uh, uh, you know, can you be a part of it? Can, can, can you participate? You got to say, wait a minute, like, where am I at, at this time, this moment? Not, not, not where I want to be, not where, I, not, not where I will be, or not where I might be. No, no, like, like where am I? Can, can I be honest with myself and say where I'm at right now? And at that time, um, I, I was working for a president, which is crazy. <laughs> I, I, was, I was working for a president at, at an at a after school program, and I did not tell my president, hey, my mom just died. And I'm sure uh, my president was a woman, a female, and I'm sure she would have said, hey, you know what? Your mom's gone. Take a leave of absence. But at the same time that my mom died, um, the, the person that I was working with side by side, uh, her name was Miss Melba Jackson. Her grandmother had, had just died as well. So Melba was out and I was kind of, you know, substituting for, for, for Melba. And then my mom died. So I said, OK, you know what? I, let me just be silent and not speak up, which was a terrible decision, which was which is a major, major, a major, major regret. So that's why I'm telling you right now. Learn from my experience and speak up and say something. 
And it's very hard because, you know, you, you people at your job, you know, people at the funeral, the family and friends, you, you want to be reliable. You want to show up. Uh, you want to show that, hey, I'm there. Uh, that person who, who may have passed away uh, may have meant a lot to you and that family and have been there for you. And like, oh, how could you not be at the funeral? Like, like, like are you not appreciative? Like, are you not grateful? And all, all this guilt and shame and these questions come onto your heart and your mind, but you got to say, hey, listen, I can only handle this much, meaning uh, I have to leave early or I'll I'll come late or is it okay if I just uh, view it from a distance? Like uh, I'll park my car and I'll come and and sit in in the foyer area, kind of like in the walk-in area once everyone gets settled in and sitting down because at funerals, man, people... People in funerals, and I, I don't mean to bash Christians, but Christians, man, Christians are some very, very, very um, strange and funny people. And yes, I'm a Christian, so I am one. But at a funeral, uh, I'm, I'm very on, I'm, I'm very on guard. I'm very on alert, on, on alert, because people at funerals and families, people, people die. Uh, there, there's a lot of, I don't know, I don't know how to even describe it. <laughs> there's a lot of, um, what, what's the word, trickery and, and, and play involved. Involved, you think, okay, if it's a funeral. What's the big deal? Someone dies, uh, they get buried. We go to the uh, to, to the cemetery to bury them. You'll say a, say a few prayers, say a few words, and we're out of there. No, 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 no. I, I wish it was that smooth. Uh, I wish it was that it was that easy. But it's a lot of feelings uh, floating around at a funeral. It's a lot of thoughts. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of entitlement going on at funerals. It's a lot of uh, competition. It's <laughs> a lot of competition going on at funerals, right? And given your culture, right? If you're Hispanic, if you're African American, if, if you're white, if you're Asian American, if you're Korean American, if you're in or if you're indigenous, every culture has a different type of uh, you know, uh, of a uh, tension and competitions going on, right? Like, you know who 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 gets the solo, who gets the 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 longest remarks, who gets the benediction, uh, you know. Who, uh, who sings a song? I mean, it's it's a lot of BS that that I do not partake of. Now I can't stand it, and th- and th- this is what I mean by Christians by like like just Christian funerals, like re- religious funerals. I I I can't stand it. It it, it really it really uh, discouraged me, and it, it's like a, a a repellent. Like I I hate it. Like if you hear the the, the passion and the the, the the angst in my voice, it's I, I hate. Christian funerals because like it's it's not about the person or the family it's about a freaking show uh at times at emphasis at times not every time but at times now I have now once again I'm going to repeat that I did not attend my mom's my own mother's funeral so I don't know how that funeral went down but I did I did attend my my grandmother's funeral Now I'm laughing because um, my 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 grandmother my, my grandmother she was a funny person. Uh, her, her name was um, uh, Ollie Pearl Roberts, and she died in uh, 2005. Uh, I was out of the state at the time. I was I was out of the state whenever I got her news. I mean it was it was heartbreaking. But uh, I flew back to to, to attend her funeral, and it was funny because of the kind of woman she was, and the, and the kind of life she lived. And I was probably what 12, 13 when I first met her. Uh, she passed whenever I was 20, 21, 23, that, that time frame, trying to figure out who the hell I was and, you know, am I going to finish college or not? You know, I was considering, you know, uh, like just quitting college <laughs> right right when she died. So, uh, which which kind of, you know, didn't backfire anyway. So I came back to, to attend her funeral. And, you know, it was it was a long funeral. 
It was a very, very long funeral. I'm like, dang, come, Granny. I love you, Granny, but come on, man. Like, can we just put it on the ground? Now, uh, I was never worried about money or, or none of that crap. I was like, dang, you know, uh, this is just weird. Uh, and, and, and remember, like I'm saying, at funerals, it's a lot of moving parts, man. It's a lot of moving parts that, that you aren't privy to or maybe even aware of. It's a lot of uh, services, a lot of, it's just, like, just a lot of moving parts. And uh, I, I recall standing outside the church whenever we were carrying her casket from the, the church, the steps to the, what do you call the hearse? Yeah, the hearse. Um, my, my, my uncle was there. And he wasn't in, he wasn't doing good. Uh, his name was uh, my, my uncle Sonny uh, or Jesse. He wasn't he, he wasn't in a good state. Uh, so, of course, you know, we we get my, my grandma's casket. We, we, we get it in the hearse situated and we're all kind of sitting around talking. I'm laughing. Uh, you know, um, I'm having a good time. I'm not really sure why I was in a good spirits because it was really weird. Um, at some funerals, you know, you, 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 you think you're going to have this, this prescribed response and reaction. And really in reality, you have no idea what, what you're going to feel or how you're going to react. It's just, uh, it's just your, your mood is your mood. But I was very happy. It's kind of weird. I was very happy in the environment, like with my family being there and my mom, my, my, my mother, she had great energy at, at my grandma's funeral, but my uncle, on the other hand, my uncle Sonny, <clears throat> um, I can recall hugging him, and hey, you know, you are you going to be okay? And, and he cried, man. This, imagine a fifty-year-old grown man crying on your shoulder, and you're twenty years old, 22, 22 years old. Like I'm thinking, man, like like what is wrong with you? Uh, and of course, I, I didn't ask questions. Uh, he and I did begin talking over the next three to four or five years on, on a regular, on a regular, on a regular consistent basis, but we never addressed the the, the funeral scene and situation and what he was going through. But um, but I've come to understand that that he was going through a, a lot of a, a, a lot of guilt. Um, it's things that 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 for his mom, which was my grandmother, that that he wanted to do. Uh, say and be and be around and be and be more present, but he just wasn't, and 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 that's what I mean by by um, unresolved issues, uh, regret, uh, things you can't undo, things you can't change, things you can't go back and fix. Like, like the, 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 there's no, I'm sorry about that noise in the background. It's kind of loud. Um, you know, there's no second chances at, at a funeral. There's no do-overs. It, it's this. This is it. And I think for him, you know, once he saw us putting my, my grandma's casket into the um, the hearse and we closed the door, that was it. And, and I think he 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 felt like, okay, crap, okay, okay, wait a minute, like like that's it, bro. Like there, there, there's 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 nothing else because like once that body is that casket and that casket that that casket door closes, there's no more viewing. There's no more touching. There's no more flowers. This person is going to the gravesite, and they're going to be put in the ground, and that's it. And um, that that was that was the moment that he and I had at that funeral. And, and no, it, it didn't impact me at that moment, given time. Like I said, I wasn't really paying attention because, like, uh, when someone dies, man, you, you're you're on this high. Like you're like hyper, hyper, hyper sensitive. You're you're very like. It's it's like someone like just shoots you with with a, a shot of adrenaline, or or you drink like seventeen Red Bulls, and you you're just high. You're up 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 like you're up like you're up. I don't I don't really I'm not sure how to describe it. Uh, you're up because you you, you got to get this done that done. You got to go here. You got to make sure that's there. Food. Um. You know. Uh. Who needs where? Who? See, it's it's just crazy the the planning of a funeral. So you're up 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 and now. Like you, you throw in COVID, like oh crap, like whoa, like how do we deal with that? So, um, 
I'm saying all that to say this. You have to gauge yourself. It's okay. Like, like, where am I at? Like, where am I? And you got to be honest. I just gave you two examples of, of two funerals that I did attend. And, and uh, I'm sorry, the, one funeral that I did attend and one funeral that, funeral that I did not attend. And to this very day, I don't give a rat's, you know what, if I offended my family or friends or classmates or brothers, uh, I'm more so <sighs> trying to forgive myself. I, I, I'm more so trying to uh, express and, and, and grant forgiveness to myself for not having the fortitude to speak up. Uh, and, and, for, and for not having the courage and, and not asking for, and here's the key, for not asking for help. Okay, you got to understand, like, I, I didn't ask for help. And I'm like, golly, Damien, just say something. But as I told you about my coworker, um, you know, at the after school program, Melba Jackson, whose grandma just passed away. And remember, like, like uh, my grandma passed away. So it's like, crap, man. So like I, I was dealing with her grandma dying and I, I never met her grandmother, but I had worked side by side by Melba. You know, my grandma died previously, so I dealt with that, but maybe I didn't completely. And then her grandma dies, right? So there's that tension and that friction and then that longing and that yearning from my grandmother who's gone. And then her grandma dies and then she's out for a week, two weeks, and then I'm filling in her role. And then my mom dies August 13th, right? 2013, right? So it's like, you're like, golly, man. <laughs> Like, how do you prepare for this? Like, how, how do you deal with this? How do you cope? And I don't have a clue. If you're asking me for a pamphlet, uh, give, give me a hey, damn it, give me a 12-step program. Hey, I don't have it. I, I, I wish I did it, but I, I don't. Because whenever Melba's grandma died, I wasn't really like, I wasn't really dialed in. Like, I wasn't really paying attention. You're like, man, dude, what were you doing? I was working, man. I kind of had my head in the, I, I'm not saying I didn't have my head in the sand, but I was like, I, I waited for this job for three years. Uh, it was an out-of-school program there in Red Oak, Texas, uh, or, or Villa, Texas. I, 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 it was an out-of-school program. Uh, it was, I was working directly under the president there. I waited three years for that job, and I got it. And uh, so her grandma died. I was like, okay, well, you know, I hate to be ugly, but that sucks for you. You know, deal with it. Go, go get some help. I'll be here. But it was very, very – I just wasn't – I wasn't compassionate towards Melba. I, 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 didn't, I didn't ask, hey, are you okay? How are you doing? You know, can, can I hug? Do, do you need some lunch? I mean, she had a husband. He's a great guy. I, but I, I was just so focused on the work, okay, on the work, on the work, on learning, on learning, on learning. So I had a very, very singular, singular vision, and I was the only male. <laughs> I was the only man in the administrative department. So imagine that, right? Now, like I said, this is 2012 and 2013, okay? So now there's, you know, men everywhere and women everywhere. But back then, for me, it was new just working with all women staff, all women teachers, all, all women administrators, all, all women administration. It was just like, whoa, man, this is, this is, is there, is there, is there not, not one other man that I could talk to? And it was one guy, he was a janitor uh, or um, some kind of custodian there, and he was really cool. But it it was just, it was a transition um, and, and I was fine with it, but I didn't stop to say, hey, Melba, uh, welcome back. Hey, are you OK? I, now, I saw all the other teachers, you know, giving her prizes and gifts and hugs and showing her affection. But I was so tuned in on trying to learn my kids and learn the system and, and, learn, and learn the curriculum and, and, and do the business and the work that I wasn't tuned in to Melba. So whenever my mom died, I was like, OK. You know, I, I just started this job. I just I just can't leave right now. I just can't take a week 
a week of leave and maybe I could have, right? Maybe she would have granted me that week of leave, right? And then of course, literally not even two weeks later, um, Melba returns and our personalities clash, right? Clash. So one of us has to go. You know who goes? I go. I was the newest. I had the, the least experience. I was making mental mistakes and they didn't know why. I, the, 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 there were times where I would just sit in the bathroom on the toilet uh, and just sit there right after my mom died. So you got to understand um, the 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 importance of speaking up. You got to understand the importance of saying, hey, I need to really look at where I'm at and where I'm going through. And I got to really be honest. Like, can I handle this? And if I can't, I got to pass the buck. Hey, you know, um, we need you to, to, to speak and say some remarks at, at the funeral. No, I, I, I can't do that. I, I need to pass it up. Hey, um, we need you to come up here and, and decorate for the funeral. Hey, I may have to pass it up. Hey, uh, I, I need you to be here to, 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 to do a solo. Hey, um, I may need to pass it up. Or hey, uh, I need you to come in, you know, and, 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 and like during the funeral and, and uh, you know, sit, sit, sit in the nursery. Hey, I, I need to pass it up. So I don't know where you are. I don't know what you can or can't handle. But I just know that these these funerals are not going to end. They're they're not going to stop. And that might that might be once again very callous. You might feel by me saying, but I'm saying it's a reality. As COVID and the winter season increases and spikes and spikes, people are living their lives. People are are doing normal things and. Dying is a part of life. It's a natural trans- transition. There's no way around it. There, there's no avoiding it. Um, there's no like, like you know, exception to the rule. So whenever you're facing these type of situations, you got to be honest and say, and say, okay, like where am I at? Like, like well, let me let me take a deep breath. Like, where am I at right now? And can I handle that? And and who can I tell? Listen, um, gosh, normally I would take this responsibility and bring the food, the drinks, the cups. Um, the lights, um, you know, maybe a lesson and, and tell the kids, is there any way that, 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 that I can minimize my role? And maybe can I just, you know, tell the kids and sit with the kids instead of bringing food this time? Because I, I'm, I'm the kind of person when I attend a funeral, I ain't coming there to eat. Like if, if I attend a, a wake or a, a, a visiting, I ain't coming there for the food. Even at my grandma's funeral, I, I probably, I, I didn't even eat. Cause I mean, it's not, it's not, not just, I wasn't hungry. I was hungry. But your appetite, like, man, how can I eat right now? So, and, and once again, right, funerals are a business. It's, I'm, being, I'm being blunt right now. Funerals are a business. Like, it's a business. People's livelihoods and lifestyles and, and families, it's a business. Like, it's, it's, it's a business, man. Like, all right, you, you, your window's from 10 to 12. I need you to get there by 9 o'clock. No, no, no. I need, I need you here by 7 a.m., right? Set up. You know what I'm saying? Right? Right? Set up. Uh, people be here on time. We're gonna begin at at you know nine fifteen. Go from nine fifteen to about you know ten thirty. Leave the building. You know, some family go to the cemetery, but some stay here and and move your belongings and and move the pictures and the frames and flowers out of the way. And then that leaves. And by you know once again eleven eleven thirty twelve o'clock, another family comes in, and that family sets up, and that family you know uh, sets up their pictures and flowers so it's a business and it's it's very impersonal it's very insensitive but it, it's it's a business like it's 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 the real world and we live in this world 
And I, I recall whenever I was a kid, man, I, I remember attending, attending my first funeral and I saw the business working. I was like, wow, it's a lot. It's a lot of moving people here. Uh, I had an aunt. No, let's see. Um, yo, my uncle Thomas. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother's brother. He died. I was like, man, you know, I got, I, I, it was a, it was a viewing or visitation. I was like, well, what does that mean? So we, we, we get there and it was just, you know, family and friends and a few people. And it was like, I'm like, why are there so many, why are so many people here? Like, like what's going on? Like, is this a party? Is, is it a banquet? And that's kind of what it is. A, a wedding and a funeral go hand in hand. It's, it's a weird thing, man. Uh, people celebrate weddings, but we don't celebrate funerals. And I'm like, from, from my point of view, um, this might be hard for you to hear, but from my point of view, a funeral is, is very close to a wedding. It's, 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 it's a celebration of life. And that's what a wedding is. That's what a funeral should be. You're celebrating his or her life. You, you, you can't control how he, he or she died. You, you, you can't control when or where they died. You, 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 you can't control anything that, 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 that you just can't go back and undo. And you, you might have a plan. You might want things to go a certain way. It's over and done with now. Same with when that couple decides to get married. Whatever you need to say before they got married and whatever you want to do, you can forget about it for a year because, you know, that, that first year, is just, it's going to be them. They're going to honeymoon and, and, and they're going to go be, 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 be by themselves for that first year. So you got to wait a year. But it's still a, celebra- it's still a, cel- a celebration of life, right? Uh, a, a new beginnings. And a funeral, from, from my point of view, from, 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 from my experience, uh, that's what it's been with my grandmother, my mother. You know, even even my best friend recently who died. It's it's and even you know this this this, this guy. I know his name is uh you know Pastor Joe. Uh, to me, when, when I think about him, I'm I'm happy. Like he was a he was, this guy was just he was a warm, funny guy, man. But you can tell he was always deep thinking. You could always tell he he was trying to look and see down the road, right? And trying to he he had a very very he's very compassionate towards people. But he's like, hey, you know, you know he he he. <laughs> He had his boundaries, just put it like that. But he was very, very funny, uh, very committed. Uh, I think he was black, white, and Hispanic. So imagine uh, uh, a blended, um, tall uh, man with curly hair, black hair, glasses, smooth skin. Just super funny, super funny guy. So uh, I hope this episode uh, gives you some insight uh, into not what to expect, but just insight into just, the the reality and the ugliness and the beauty of a wedding and a funeral. And you're probably thinking, man, Damon, uh, you sure laid it on there. And I'm like, yeah, because it's, it's, <sighs> it, it's not one of those things that you can plan for and, pre- and prepare for. I, I would love for it to be, I would love to give you, Hey, like, let's, let's sit down and give, <laughs> give you this 12 step plan. I'll, I'll love to tell you, Hey, this is what you're going to wear. Uh, these are the flowers. Oh, oh, and the weather. Oh, wow, the weather's gonna be great. You know, during the funeral. I, I mean, that's come on. Like, uh, I, I can't predict the funeral weather, right? I, I can't predict um, the time of the seasons. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna preach at you because I don't, I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are in your faith and, and your believing of the higher power. I don't know where you. I'm not sure what you believe for life after death, but there's there is something to come for eternity. So we all have to, you know, be be sure and clear. Okay, with, with this Jesus guy, <laughs> like, like, where do I stand with him? And whenever someone dies, and if I've known them or not known them, I've always that's the first question I ask. Like, where, 
where did he or he, he and she stand with the Lord and, and where were they on that on their journey before dying or in the process of that 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 last breath did he and she, did he or she make peace then i let that thought go but no i i can't sit here and tell you this script of the way it's going to happen the weather what you're going to wear what you're going to eat um who might piss you off that day who might upset you um who might dress skimpy <laughs> like i said man with christians and re- religious uh, events people dress pretty 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 scantily so just just you know you know curb your eyes and curb your ears and just be careful just keep your guard up is what i'm saying i will tell you that keep your guard up uh even at funerals with families and friends and loved ones keep your guard up you know stay on your stay on your toes as best you can uh <laughs> it's frustrating to have to say that but i'd rather you know that that hey i, I might have to keep my head on the swivel because you don't know what what, what what might come at you right so and of course like I always tell you a thousand times over, share and talk to someone safe. Don't talk to any and everyone about, you know, what you feel, what you're going through. Don't don't cry to any and everyone. Please don't do that. Find someone safe, uh, preferably the same sex, someone you trust, someone you feel comfortable with uh, out, outside of, you know, your emotions and intimacy and your needs. Find someone safe who's the same sex. Uh, that you can be um, just bear, bear your soul to in, in a sense and bear all with because that's what you're going to need in these times, these moments. Uh, you're not going to need someone trying to take advantage of you. Uh, you're not going to need someone trying to tell you, hey, let's make these life changing decisions. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm grieving. I'm hurting. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, you're going to need the right people, not person, not singular person, but people like a support system. And then, and, and then, and then, and they need to be safe. And you, and, you, and you'll know. You'll know who's safe, and, and and you can feel who's safe. And if you can't, man, then just shoot, uh, just just don't go. That, 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 and that's what I'm trying to get at. If you can't figure out, and you can't discern, you can't make a decision, then just don't be a part of it. Just say, hey, I'm not going to be there, and, and and let the cards fall fall where they may, because I guarantee the cards going to fall regardless, whether you're there or not, whether you do or don't. You're going to offend someone. You're going to upset someone. You're going to make someone happy. Uh, people will people will misremember what happened, and they mil- and they will misremember who was it or was there, and it, it will get escalated. It, it will magnify and get blown out of proportion, and that's just part of being human. But part of being human, and that's okay. Because I, I can tell you right now, you you will remember who's there, who's not there. Uh, the, the 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 people who are there for you, you will recall them, even if they are there for you and they say the wrong dumb things. But you'll say, hey, at least they were there. And or I wish that person who was there, I wish they wasn't there. It's, it's crazy. Like, it is so crazy. Like the people you want to be there, sometimes you wish that, 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 that they were not there. And you wish the people who weren't there, you wish that they were there. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a, a, an, emotional, an emotional roller coaster. So once again, I tell you right now, like I always tell you, give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a pat on the back and express uh, self-compassion to yourself and be patient with yourself like be gentle with yourself and as, as best you can oh my gosh this is gonna be very hard be gentle with those that are around you like which is very hard this is not it's not impossible but it's very hard to be gentle and sensitive to to those that are around you but you got to be honest okay where am i at uh, can i handle attending this funeral and i need to tell at least, at least tell one person 
that who who is not in that family or in that circle that say, hey, listen, I got a funeral coming up Friday or Saturday. I, I I'm not able to go. I, I'm not sure how to tell my family or my friends and my community or my or that family that that that, that service part of that that I may not be able to attend and make sure that person you tell is he or she's a safe listener and they help you gradually go through the process okay this is where you are okay great just take a deep breath let's go for a walk feel some fresh air maybe let's grab something to eat or just let's just be together for a moment and start with that like just just start with the bare minimum like okay this is where i feel this is where i'm i think i may not be i don't know now this is odd and it's very very odd but like i said this is my take uh this is my not long to say my stance but this is my point of view and my perspective of what uh, may be useful and beneficial as you deal with funerals, as you deal with expectation, as you deal with uh, the human condition. Because like I said, this is not going to stop. It's not going to slow down. There's no, there's no avoiding or getting around it. So we got to just face it head on. So let's do that as best we can. Okay, okay, here we are, guys. Hey, man, we've concluded another beautiful episode i want to thank you for surviving it <laughs> staying the course through the end and i know that this was a very tough one kind of it may even feel kind of a selfish one but uh, you got to be honest you know about where you stand so no call to action is simple man if you got uh, questions comments man shoot me a text at 254-856-3298 also if you are not a regular consistent listener please consider uh, subscribing right now. Also, if you got one uh, family member, friend, someone you, you value, care about, and th- this message benefited you, please share it with them because it also could benefit them. Again, thank you again. Have a great week.